Episode 42. Hi, and welcome to The Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Frank DeGeneva, and today's episode is on contracts, vows, and agreements. Every day we make these bonds unknowingly, and I'm going to cover as much as I can today. Every time we make a promise, give our wet signature, have a handshake, or even silence. When someone says something to us, and we remain silent. That is consent as well. These are all forms of contracts or agreements. Even allowing actions done against us against our will is also considered as such. All these examples are pretty obvious, but I'm going to get into some very insidious and subtle examples that you probably would never have uh, thought of. Whenever you turn on the TV, listen to the radio, listen to a speech or news or whatever you notice in your external world that you're watching or observing, whatever is said or shown to you and you don't object to internally or if you say, oh, that's cool, or if you don't say nothing, like silence is, a, is consent, as I said, you're basically agreeing to that. So like if you see like a baby getting hooked up to a computer and um, the baby's reality is basically um, synthesized or put into a hologram and I'm alluding to a movie here and you say, well, that's cool. You're basically kind of saying on a general level that it's okay for that to happen. So if it ever does happen and you don't say, no, I object to that. You're basically saying it's cool that you're kind of into it. And this sounds like a stretch, but hear me out. If you're talking with somebody or you're in a group and they impose on your boundaries and you let them do it, you're basically giving them permission to treat you the way they are like so if someone treats you like shit and you accept it you're basically telling them yeah i'm a i'm a i'm i'm a i'm a whooping bag and you can treat me like shit because i won't say no you know i'll i'll let you continue uh this can be in relationships or just um interactions you basically tell the other person what how they're allowed to treat you by your response or your lack of it most of us we betray our integrity in ourselves for acceptance we'll put up with shit so we don't uh, rock the boat or don't want people to like us. We basically give our power away. And this happens the day we are born. Our freedom or our sovereignty is basically taken away from us. We're tricked. Our parents are tricked out of us. I'm not going to get too deep into this, but I'll, I'll just say that we are born um, free and not obligated to anybody on a soul level. Our natural rights are taken away from us and we're given privileges instead. And privileges can be taken away but inherent natural rights can't. So let's just briefly go over that without causing too much of a, uh, of a stir because I can get really deep into this conversation. We are indoctrinated and conditioned the, the second we take our first breath in and we are molded into the family, to our religion and the culture and the society that we're in and we, are, um, we adapt to the ways. Now, if you do what you're told, you're rewarded and if you don't do what you're told, you're punished. So um, it's a vested interest for us to follow the narrative. When we're young, we don't know better and we need uh, we look to authority for keeping us safe, for making our decisions and for you know taking care of us. Um, we don't question it because we don't know it. We don't have the power to at that time. But as we go through school, uh, you know, get our license and, and, and we, you know, we apply for all these um, memberships, you know, even the gym membership or 
you know, all these, all these privileges that we are afforded through the system, um, we have to sign for them. You know, you get your driver's license, you get your Asian majority card for those that remember that, um, you know, the, the, the fitness membership and everything you sign, you are bounded or bound with, and you have to follow the rules. For an example, you, you have a membership of a certain club. There's going to be guidelines and principles for you to follow. And if you don't, then it, your, your privileges may be revoked. And without saying it, I'm saying it, this goes to uh, applies and maps across to everything that you sign. As I said before, we are sovereign beings. We're sovereign souls. And we have our own um, internal governing um, body within us. And whenever we would look outside of ourselves be, uh, to, to, you know, to um, help us or to save us you know, via religion or society to protect us, we're basically giving our power away. We are no one's property. No one could administer us uh, or have authority over us unless we give consent, simply. Anything and everything we allow another to do unto us, we have to give them permission. Everything is voluntary. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. You know, a lot of people are coerced into, into things they don't want to do. Um, they don't know their, their rights as a human being. And we let others harm or trespass on us. I mean, I'm not going to get into the whole our father prayer, but there's trespass against us and all that stuff. So just know that with our natural rights, our creator, whoever made us is our boss. Um, and anything, anything that the creator has created does not rule us. So we um, follow the creator, not the created. Um, if I'm getting too esoterical, uh, I don't care. <laughs> uh, so Having said that, we do not have any authority to uh, harm or trespass over anyone else. Doing so, I think, should be punishable. Um, but anything else, you know, you don't cause any harm or, or uh, trespass anybody. There shouldn't be any laws applied against you. You know, if you get speeding tickets, if you have, um, just do some stupid things. I mean, these are, these are laws that are made um, by organizations and institutions that, um, you know, if we agree to, to get punished. I'm not saying to be a rebel or against the law, but, you know, did you know that uh, naturally um, we have the right to travel as human beings, as living, living beings? We have the right to travel. Once you sign over the dotted line and you get your driver's license, um, you'll be giving a privilege. And now, did you know that driver's license is used only for it's used for commerce. If you use your vehicle vehicle um, for commerce, then you need a driver's license. But if you know the law, um, you're, you're allowed to travel and you have um, a guest with you. Once you say passenger or you're, that you're driving, then you're under the jurisdiction of the agreement that you did with the um, ministry or the secretary of whoever's controlling that. You basically got an agreement. So, and I'm not saying that you challenge that, just for, just, just for an example, for, um, for you to get the concept of we engage in um, other institutions for privileges. Once you do hand over the piece of plastic card that they give, they've, they've given you, you're basically in contract with the organization that issued it. So 
Um, and this, this also uh, replies to medically. Once you give your consent to someone, then you give up your rights to say, oh, no, I didn't know. You do know. And that's, this is the whole purpose of this whole um, at the episode of agreements, contracts, and vows. And knowing that when you engage and you allow someone through, as I said, through your permission or silence as consent or even tacit agreements where um, you just, um, it's, it's an unknown written rule that you just assume um, there's an agreement, but you have to be clear and you have to, you have to establish your boundaries um, and convey that to, to others. Otherwise, um, you know, you can't say anything. You know, if I'm going to go up to someone and says, hey, I'm going to punch you in the face and you don't respond and say, no, you can't, or you don't defend yourself. I mean, it's violence and it's, and it's, um, it should be, it should be a, a charge against you in that sense. But if you don't defend yourself, the person told you what they're going to do and you let them do it. So you can't go back and say, well, you know, I mean, that's a gray area. I'm just using that as an example. But getting back to the TV, getting back to you know, whenever anybody tells you something and you don't say no, you do not say no. There's no karma violation there, in my belief. Whether you're in a toxic relationship or situation, uh, work environment, um, and it's, and it's uh, you know, uh, crossing your boundaries and uh, you're being taken advantage of, you have the right to say, no, I, I'm leaving. But, you know, through fear, through loss of privilege, through loss of income, through whatever, loss of heart, you know, hardship, we tend to sell out and stay because that is the, le- the path of least resistance. You know, we basically, the psychology of, of the brain, of the mind is we avoid pain and we move toward pleasure. So we're always going to find the, uh, the, the, the least past path of resistance. I'm going to get into religion here and just doing prayers and, and mantras. Um, this is going to be a kind of a, an interesting topic. And, you know, if you're going to react a certain way, it's, uh, it's interesting how you're going to react to this. Be mindful or careful um, who you um, contract with, what you invoke, what you summon. You know, if you do mantras or involve spells or rituals, and I'm going to get into the holidays afterwards, um, you have to figure out who you're contacting and contracting with. You know, you're, um, if you're doing mantras, there's, you know, there, there, there could be summoning up certain deities or... Um, energetic beings that you call, call forth, like, you know, in satanic rituals, they, they'll summon up some demon, um, and you make a contract with them. It's like, do this for me and I'll do that for you. Like, I'll say this many mantras and you bestow, um, wealth on me or whatever. I mean, uh, this is a sensitive area, but I mean, this question, who are you contracting with when you, when you contact these beings, like, are you getting the, 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 the true being that you're invoking or is there tricksters? Like, I want to get to, to something that's very, very controversial, but I want to say. So if you notice, um, in the biblical times, there was um, the, um, the gods. And I'm just going to just say, I want you to do the research if you're really into it, because I'm not going to just throw you stuff and then just like, whatever. If you're interested in it, you'll figure it out yourself. There are two letters. E and L, which is also the name of a planet, which you can find out for yourself too. And there are gods of this, and there are a lot of belief systems revolving around this. 
And I want to bring in the ENL. Take the word angel. And you notice that there's every angel that is named ends in EL. You have Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, and so on. Now, I'm not saying that any of these are evil in any way, but I also believe in duality. And there's a, a light and a dark side to all things. So just make sure you know who you're praying to and if they're, le they're legit, because there's a dark side of the sun as well. In the theme of the EL, you have the elders, the elected, the elite, and so on. And again, I'm going to let you delve into that if you uh, are curious about finding out more. The rabbit hole goes very deep and you can learn etymology and figure out how it's all put together. In semantics, I think it's called semantics. Semantics, um, um, all sounds make shapes and structures. And, in, and interestingly, that all the sacred names that we have um, been taught have the A-H, the A. Ah. You have G's, A's, Buddha, Krishna, Allah, <laughs> and so on. So it's interesting. I'd love to, um, to uh, invite you to... Um, learn how sounds make shapes through semantics, I think it's called, and learn etymology, you know, just like words like warship. So are you on a warship or are you worshiping something? You know, you go to church to pray or are you pray? Are you the prey of the church? You know, um, there's double meanings to everything. So that's what I'm getting at. Just be careful who are you, who you're, you're uh, engaging with, who you're summoning and what invocations you are um, sending to and what is the contract or vow or agreement that you're engaging in. And also what you're signing. You know, when you register something, regis, regis means queen or royalty. So when you're signing your papers over to the queen or to whatever, just know what you're doing. And I'm not trying to be conspiracy theorist here at all. Just be aware that there's structure and order in the world and just know where you stand and know that you have power and you're sovereign and watch out that you don't give it away unknowingly. And if you want to give it away unknowing, unknowingly, then fine. But just that you need to know for yourself to make an informed decision. Some people believe that when we are pre-incarnation, that we make um, vows and agreements before we incarnate here with our soul guides or um, with people. Um, and also um, with our chakra, chakra system, we have vows that we may, we may make coming into this lifetime to experience something or to learn something. So very briefly, I'll just tell you that, you know, from the root chakra, this is where we make the vow of poverty. The second one is a sacral chakra where we have the vow of abstinence or chastity. The solar plexus chakra is a vow of sacrifice. The heart chakra is a vow of separation or celibacy. The throat chakra is the vow of silence and voluntary denial. Third chakra, a uh, third eye chakra is a vow of suffering and retribution. And the crown chakra is a vow of obedience and humility. Now, we make soul contracts with ourselves, with people, and we're also governed with karma. Um, so we're bound to these things, if you so believe this. If not, if you think this is a pile of shit, then it's a pile of shit. <laughs> Who am I to, to say it's true or, or convince you otherwise? Now, I want to get back into our uh, personal boundaries, other people's boundaries, um, harm and trespass to others, and just penetrating under people's space. 
we have no right to um, enter or impose ourselves on another. Never mind um, their body, but even energetic, energetically. You know, this comes brings up with rape, uh, non-consent, um, any type of penetration or um, crossing over of someone's uh, just boundaries energetically or, or on the physical level. Even if you perceive that there's an invitation, if there's a no or non-consent, you are violating the person regardless of what you think is happening or um, is uh, insinuated. Even on, on the energetic level, you know, when you get too close to somebody on the subway or an elevator and they get too close or they, they go past your personal space, you feel very, very awkward, uneasy, unsafe. And, you know, you can't help it when you're in an elevator. Fine, I get it. But when you're uh, imposing yourself on someone and you're violating their sanctity, I mean, that's, that's some crazy shit. And I'm going to get into something even really crazy is, you know, guys, this... <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I know what I'm going to say and you don't. And that's the funny thing. Um, when you look at, um, at, a, at a woman um, or think of a woman and you're jerking off and you're, you're penetrating her with your mind and you're imagining you're having sex with her as you're wanking, um, if you don't have her permission, you're basically raping her in a way. Um, you're violating her space because I believe that energy is everywhere and we're all connected and you're basically violating her space, her body, her energy without her consent. Now, <laughs> I don't know how many of you have done that, but if you do, I would say that you, um, in your best interest to, um, transmute that, take it back, apologize, whatever. Um, and you know, if you're going to jerk off the porn, then that's different because, and I'm not condoning that. I'm just saying they're posing in front of a camera and wanting, they know what's going on. They know guys are going to pull the pull to them. And uh, so there's almost like a contract of them saying, okay, you can do that. I'm hot. I'm whatever. I'm doing this for money, whatever. But if there's no consent, um, that's bad shit, man. I mean, there's, there's no, I, I don't condone that at all. Like that's, that's, you're an idiot if you do that. So really, if you're thinking of a, of a woman that you, that, you, um, that you like, you're not going to tell her, hey, guy, can I jerk off to you? <laughs> you're not going to do that. But, you know, you almost have to, if you're into this stuff, connect with her. No, not even do that. I'm not even going to say that. You just don't do it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a violation. One time, um, a friend of mine, she's, we're just friends, and she sent me a beautiful picture of her, fully clothed, <laughs> and very, very sexy picture. And I, I said to her, for joke, I says, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play, play, play with myself for that. And there was just a smile, a smiley face. Now, if what I'm saying is what I'm saying, then that to me, is a green light without saying it's a tacit agreement. That's what I'm talking about, tacit. It's almost like saying, no, you can't, or F off. No, like, I mean, you would never do that. So there are gray areas, and I think that's what a lot of the global stuff that's happening, um, that, you know, certain governments are doing stuff um, against us. We're not, we're not revolting. We're not, um, uh, we're complying. And we're acquiescing. And that's the whole point of what I'm saying about media, about movies, about songs. 
if they're stating something and we're you know, being in silence or we're not objecting it or saying no, then we're basically agreeing to it. And the same applies to when someone treats you like shit, like they, you know, they insult you or they, they, you know, hurt you with words or, or whatever. And if you receive it, it's yours. I mean, it's, if you reject it, then it's not yours. You don't take it on. So, you know, how you let others treat you is how it's an agreement. You know, they can walk all over you. So again, just be mindful, be aware of your, of your space, of your, um, have respect for yourself and for others. That's the, basically the common thread through all religious texts is treat, treat others how you want to be treated yourself. That goes without saying. It's almost like we're making invisible energetic contracts and signing them whenever we allow um, others to do what they want with us. And again, as I said before, um, no one can do anything to you unless you let them through whatever means. So please, I, wanna, I, want that, I want you to take away that from this whole um, episode podcast is you have your own sovereignty and no one can make you do anything unless you give them the power to do so if you acquiesce. They can um, bully you, they can threaten you, they can, but if they do it against your will, they're in violation and they're causing harm and trespass on you. And that's a human rights violation. So, you know, without saying what's happening, I'm sure you can put the pieces together that you have choice whether you want to do something or not do something. It should never be forced upon you. I mean, I thought uh, you would think that we've evolved past that over the years and historically um, going against someone's will. Um, you know, if you have, if you make the rules and people follow it, then, you know, my way or the highway, right? But you don't have to agree with to it. I just want to finish off with one, with one last point that I uh, alluded, to, alluded to earlier about um, the... Um, holidays and celebrations. If you go back to the origins of, you know, let's say Christmas, Halloween, and other festive events, uh, you'll know that a lot of these um, are rituals and events that are not really the most positive um, intentions. And by following these, we're basically engaging in that ritual and we are participating in it. So again, without getting into too much detail, do the research yourself with, with Halloween, with Christmas, you know, bending down, offering your gift to the Christmas tree, you know, the tree, the pine, the, the pineal gland, the spine. Yeah, I'm just throwing words out. You can piece it all together yourself. And the, the lights on the tree are DNA that you're bending down under the tree and giving up your gift, your energy, your power, you know, and when, uh, when we're not conscious or awake, that's when Satan Claus <laughs> comes down the chimney or comes down your spine and steals your energy. So, and I'm getting kind of weird, but you know, there, just go in and research it. If it resonates, fine. If you think I'm a kook, then, then I am one. Um, also with the, um, with Christmas and uh, Saturnalia and, and all that. And, Halloween and, you know, the burning of, 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 you know, whatever. Anyways, I'm going to leave it at that. And thank you for joining me again on the Ultimate Journey Awakening to Spirit podcast. 
I'm your host, Frank DiGenova. Thank you for listening to The Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit podcast. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at the ultimate journey, awakening to spirit.com. And you can also visit my website, the ultimate journey, awakening to spirit.com. Until next time, walk in love and in gratitude.